Real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Do you believe in God? Hmm. What's that song? If God was one of us. Isn't that that song? Yeah. Just a mat like on one of us. A frog like, like, like one of us. Yeah. Okay. Slob. Slob like one of us. Do you believe in God? Anyway, we like to ask the big questions here on Nighttime Talk. And this is, I suppose, a philosophical question. And I can't think of a bigger one, to be honest with you. Do you believe in God? It may be one of the oldest questions in existence. Since mankind began, we have asked, why are we here? Where do we come from? And where are we going? And who's responsible for all of this? Our greatest wars have been fought over this question. When it comes to people and their faith, we get very protective. Some of us do, certainly. And it makes sense that they would. Life is scary when we lose loved ones. It's awful. It's heartbreaking. It makes us feel vulnerable and reminds us that life is fragile. So, if I tell you a story that makes it all make sense and the story alleviates some of your pain, eh, well, you'll want to hold on to that story, wouldn't you? And that story is belief. A belief in a higher power. A belief in somewhere nice people go when they die. Heaven, or wherever it happens to be, whatever religion you happen to be. At all costs. So what story do you believe? Is God a big man in the sky with a beard and a fork in his hand sitting on a big chair? Or are we reincarnated? Maybe you think it's all a fairy tale and religion brings us more harm than it's worth. We won't get to the bottom of the questions tonight. We never will. As I said, it is a question that's as old as time itself. But I'm curious what you do think as we approach what is supposed to be the birth of Christ, but it's not really the birth of Christ, because according to historians who study the Bible, Christ was actually born in June or July. Remember, of course, the 25th of December is the same date that every pagan god was born, allegedly. They were all born on the same day. They all died, came back three days later. They all had 12 apostles, well, most of them. They all had a virgin birth. The story of Christianity and the story of Jesus Christ has been used many times before, long before Jesus Christ came along. The virgin birth, the 12 apostles uh, died and came back three days later, born on Christmas Day, with Christmas Day being the 25th of December. There was pagan gods that were around that had exactly the same story. Sure, even the, the, the god of Krishna has the same story. Born on the 25th of December, born of a virgin birth, 12 apostles, and died and came back three days later. So which religion are you, and do you believe in a god? Christianity? Islam? Judaism? Hinduism? Buddhism? I mean, which religion are you? I mean, the concept of God is an interesting concept. But do you believe in it? Now, there is nobody in this world can deny the existence of a God. Just like nobody in the world can prove an existence of God. It's one of those questions, isn't it? It's like many years ago, somebody took a psychic to court and said they conned them out of money because they weren't a real psychic. But the courts couldn't do anything because they can't prove that someone's a psychic and they can't prove somebody's not a psychic. I personally believe that most psychics are charlatans. But that doesn't make any difference because I can't prove it. Well, I suppose I could put a little test on them, but they wouldn't be willing to take it. I could put it right down a number in an envelope and close it and say, what's in the envelope? So, psychic, I'm going to open it in five minutes. Tell me what's going to happen in five minutes' time. If they're incapable of doing that, they're hardly incapable of telling you what's going to happen in ten years' time. So anyway, the question is, do you believe in God? 
or a higher power. It doesn't have to be the Christian God, by the way, the one with the beard sitting on the chair. It can be any God. Yala, it can be any God. Do you believe in God? And why do you believe in God? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 That's 87 8 Let me go to Tom. Tom, hi, how are you? Hello, sir. How are you? Good. Tom, do you believe in God? Uh, no, I'm afraid I don't. No? Okay. And uh, what, what kind no. of turned you off the idea? Well, I suppose I did a bit of reading. I was like a typical West of Ireland Catholic for 28, 30 years, just believed it blindly, didn't question it. Then I decided to buy some books and say, right, is this real? And none of it made any sense once you question it. Mm. There's no evidence whatsoever. It doesn't stand up to the most basic standards of questioning or evidence. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, well people who are religious will, who will tell you there's evidence all around you. They, they, they'll argue, look at the mountains, look at the rivers, look at the sea, look at the beautiful Absolutely. trees and the sunshine. That's the evidence they'll give you. That's They say it's all around you. God did all that. That's, well, the problem with that is, you see, it's not evidence, it's a claim. And there's a huge difference between a claim and providing evidence for that claim. We can explain all of these things in the natural world. Everything that we have found out since the scientific age, let's say 400 years ago, everything we have found out about the universe, the cosmos, our place in it, has had a natural explanation. We can explain it using science and evidence. And, but a lot of that we'll argue, but by the way, Tom, I completely agree with you, but I'm just giving you the counter-arguments. A lot of people give the counter-argument that you know, a lot of what we talk about in science is hypothesis. It's based on a theory. So, we, yes. you know, when we talk about a star that's a million, zillion light years away, or whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. or another universe, we're only hypothesizing. We, we don't know for sure. Because some of them we can visibly see with the best tele- telescopes in the world. Yeah. But some of them we can't. We, we, you know, when we talk about black holes, these are theories. When we talk about, you know, how long the, the planet has been here, again, it's a theory. We're kind of guesstimating, roughly. Now, certainly, according to the Christians, you know, human beings are only here 6,000 years. That couldn't be true, as far as I'm concerned. Well, that couldn't be true. No, <laughs> no. I mean, maybe this round could be here 6,000 years, but the scientists now speculate that we have become extinct almost on four different occasions. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd believe that. But it, um, a hypothesis basically is an explanation for what we see as evidence. We, we come up with a theory and uh, it best explains what we see and mm. I think that's factual or that's evidence-based, whereas if you go with the God... It's based on faith, yeah. It, it, it makes no sense. You can, you can explain Christianity in three words, God did it. But the problem with that is we have zero evidence for that. You might as well be saying that the Easter Bunny did it or Puff the Magic Dragon did it. You have zero <laughs> evidence. You have zero evidence to, to, to support that. And I think this is the 21st century. This is the information age, the technological age. We've never been so advanced we require evidence to explain stuff now, and I think young people are—that's—they're all on board with that. You will not find a, a fifteen to twenty-eight-year-old who, well, maybe you, you will find some. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. His parents instill that. They're they they are all evidence-based. They all have smartphones, and they all are able to use Google. And none of the see, we when we were kids, met. when I was fourteen or fifteen, you didn't, you know, in front of my father, particularly, didn't dare question God. Whereas oh, yeah. nowadays, our kids, most of them, I know my kids, for example, the word God was never mentioned in our house, ever. They yeah, don't they, believe in God. They, no, they question it and they reject it because it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. And mm. like I said, everything we found out about the, natural, about the world has a natural explanation. A 
supernatural explanation. Well, the supernatural actually has never, ever been demonstrated. It's never, mm. ever been demonstrated. It's not evidence-based. It's, it's belief or faith-based. And, I mean, there is no position you cannot take using faith. You can believe absolutely anything using faith. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You don't need... It, I mean, there's a, I, I've often said to people, there's as much evidence Spider-Man exists as there is God exists. Oh, absolutely. But, but, absolutely, but Richard absolutely. Dawkins, who is one of the most famous atheists in the world, um, did yeah. say at one stage, and, and I'm paraphrasing, he did say that you couldn't rule out the existence of God. Ah, uh, yeah, but you can't rule out the existence of the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny either. You cannot disprove a negative claim. Mm. It's impossible to prove that there isn't this flying spaghetti monster behind Planet Bug. But, but, I mean, you don't, you're not going to spend a lot of time thinking that he's real because you have no evidence to believe it. Mm. But the, way I see, the way I see God is if, if he was the one true master of the universe, creator of everything, why are there 5,000 gods that various people have believed throughout the, the, the well, millennia? The, well, the god you believe in is based geographically on where you're born. Ge- geogra- geographically and historically, if you were born during the Greek Empire, you'd be, you'd be praying to, what's his name, Poseidon or... Mm. Uh, Thor, uh, and if you were born when the Vikings were in charge, you'd be praying to Thor or Odin or the the the, the, the Greek Empire. You'd be praying to the planet gods like Saturn or Venus. Okay, or what about Mercury. what about the Bible, the story of Jesus Christ? Do you believe it's true or do you believe it's fiction? I believe fifty percent of it is true. There's good historical evidence to say that he actually existed. He was. Is there? Because I watched a documentary one night where there was yeah. nineteen historians in that area of the Middle East, seemingly. I, I'm not yeah. much up on that whole thing, but no, no, but none of them even that. heard of him. Yeah, but let's say he did exist. He was a preacher, but I mean, preachers were two Ten of them. yeah, prophet, prophets as they call them, yeah. Prophets, prophets, 2,000 years ago. But if I've done a little bit of research. I'm no expert by any stretch of the mind, but Christian, Jesus wasn't a Christian. He did not follow his own teachings. He mm. couldn't have because Christianity wasn't invented until 400 years after he existed. Uh, Emperor Constantine in Rome made it the mandatory religion of the Roman Empire. And if he didn't believe it, he, he, he crucified you or hanged you. That's the easiest way to get everyone to, to believe. believe. Absolutely. When we talk about prophets, I suppose, a modern day version, for those who don't understand, is influencers. So prophets. Influ- uh, well, yes, <laughs> except, they, except, they are definite, except they are definitely real. Yeah, um, it's amazing the way young people treat them as gods. Do you know what I mean? So yes. because they're, they're influencers or they have some sort of power uh, over people. Hmm. Absolutely, but but Jesus existed. He was, let's say, he was a decent, moral man who preached love and understanding and tolerance and acceptance. But then they started adding stuff on that he walked on water, that he turned water into wine, that he fed a bunch of people. Well, I suppose they could be Chinese whispers. I mean, people do turn water and grapes into into wine. And, and then the you know the biggest bullshit of, of it all was then that he died for our sins, which ties us into that silly belief for the rest of your life. In other words, you can have to believe him and out of guilt, I suppose, <laughs> because yeah, you feel sorry absolutely. for him. Yeah, okay, well, st- well, stay there for a second because I want to bring Louis in. Uh, or is it Louise? Louis, I think, is it? Yep. Louis, uh, Louis hi, how are you doing? Now, you do believe in God. Brand. I do. Okay, so you, you heard all the arguments from Tom against the belief in God. I mean, firstly, I said he's saying there's no evidence of it. So what makes people want to believe in God? Is it is it faith or is it hope? Hope, I believe, would be a good deal of it. Forgiveness from sin, which Tom doesn't believe in, would be another bit of it. Um, the authority of the Bible is what counts, because what else do we have? And uh, I myself have experienced quite a lot of suffering in my life, um, uh, historically, 
my paternal grandfather murdered my young uncle. Oh my! Number one, number two, my parents divorced in the seventies, and number three, in nineteen ninety four, I had a stillbirth. Now I oh, didn't I'm so sorry you had, had a tough time of it. Yeah, I, I, but through that, God has has held our family together through thick and thin. It's not always been easy, I can tell you that, but it's still held together. I was talking to my mother today. It's a wonder that any of us didn't become either drug addicts or alcoholics. We all became Christians in a different kind of way to each other, but that's the hope and that's the When, when you say God life. held you together, was it not just your own goodwill and your own resilience that held you together? Because I've, no, I've been through tough times in my life, Louis, as well. I've had people die. I went through a divorce, you know, all yeah. those kind of things. You know, and I don't believe in a God, but I got through it. I had some rocky moments. I had a moment which I've spoke about openly and publicly in the newspaper and also television one night where I stood in Hoth Head and was going to finish it all off. But thankfully I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. because I've had some, I have some good support. I have a beautiful wife now who I met just after that period. So what mm-hmm. I'm saying to you is, Resilience can get you through it as well. I mean, why, why, uh, you know, why give God the credit when you're probably good people? Because God, God loves us. God died for us, and God resur- resurrected Jesus for us. That's our hope. And you know, um, the, the, you you likened earlier on t- in your conversation before you brought on Tom myself about all the gods were born on the same day and all the rest of it. But there's only one God that died for our sin, and that's Jesus. None of the others have an answer. But but to but, sin. but you're only saying that because you've been told that. You don't know that. Well, the Bible says it, and I believe the Bible. If I but but that do, but that doesn't make Bible. it. But that doesn't make it. A, see, what we're trying to do is establish. It's a philosophical question. I understand that because none of us will ever get to the yeah. bottom of it. We'll still be asking yeah. the question at the end of the show, right? But sure. the, because the Bible says it. Like, for example, because Tom doesn't believe in God or doesn't really believe the full story of Jesus Christ, I'm assuming he doesn't believe the Bible and believes that most of it is fiction. So we've no way of proving the Bible is not fiction. Well, we, it's, it's been, I mean, even um, Josephus, the Jewish historian, uh, gave credence to the existence of Christ, number one. The, the, uh, it stood the test of time. You know, was that story it, it, not debunked, Louis, in relation to the fact, wasn't there some threat from Pontius Pilate or something at the time? Was that, was that, was that story not proven to be untrue about Josephus? What, what threat? What threat was that? Well, threat? I, I remember, I don't know the story, so I'm not even going to try and okay, quote it all, but I, I vaguely <laughs> remember reading something many years ago about Josephus, Josephus, which I can very hard to say, yeah. <laughs> Josephus, and that there was something to do with a threat from Pontius Pilate that if he didn't say that, that or something like I can't remember or some it could have been some other um, king at the time that if he didn't say that that he would have been sentenced to death. That's only what I I, I read. Interesting, interesting. Mm. But I don't know. I haven't heard that because there were uh, other historians in and around that time in the Middle East, the same area, and none of them had recorded them. Now, don't get me wrong. As Tom rightly said, there was a lot of prophets at the time. Prophets were quite common, and prophets today are still very common. We have people who. We call them influencers, or we call them celebrities, or superstars, or whatever way you want to look at it. False gods, I assume. Um, but you know, they would be considered. And, and to be we, are, we are told to we are told to test the spirits, and the only way we can test the spirit is with the authority of the Bible. We can't do it any other way because we're who are we? You know, what authority do we have? What authority do you have? What authority do I have? None. I have authority. I have my own authority because I don't believe in God. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need the authority, authority of God. 
your authority might be one thing today and another thing tomorrow, but the Bible stands the same all through time. It doesn't change. Sorry, Tom, what are you trying to say there? Go ahead. Well, the Bible, okay, I... Again, I'm not an expert, but I've done quite a bit of research into it. A few nuggets of uh, a wonderful morality from the Bible. Exodus 21, verse 21 to 25, tells you where you may buy your slaves, how you may own them as your property. They yeah, but that's it. Yeah, but, you yeah, but you, get, well, you can't look back with 2023 20, glasses at what it was like 2,000 years ago. No, it was but, quite but common to have slaves 2,000 years ago. Yeah, but your other caller there is saying that he gets all, all of his beliefs from the Bible. It's the unchallenged authority. If a woman doesn't you scream being, loudly you enough... Are being, you are being a, a literalist. Woman doesn't, well, when, when, yeah, when, well, hang on. Let's, let Tom respond to firstly what you said there. Sorry, Louis. Go ahead. Or Louis, Louis, you respond to what Tom said yeah. there. Yeah, it, it, just being, uh, I'll just give okay. you a few more ones. The, the, the adulterer must be put to death. I don't agree with that. The person who breaks the Sabbath must be put to death. That's absolutely disgusting. Uh, if a woman doesn't scream loudly enough when she's being raped, her rapist shall buy her from her father for, for 50, 50 shekels. shekels. 50, I think it was. If, if, or whatever shekels. If, if this is where you get your morals for, you should be in prison for the rest of your life. It is a disgusting book. And if it's supposed to be the inerrant word of a God, it shouldn't be open to t- interpretation. You know how many denominations of Christian there are in America? More than 35,000. Oh, there are 35,000, apparently. If, if, if this is the word of a God... He, he should be kicked out on his holy ass. This is absolutely nonsense. If he, so what to, if he's not, he creates he creates universes and he creates humanity and he's responsible for everything. And he the only way he communicates with is, is with this disgustingly immoral book, which can be interpreted in any one of thirty five thousand ways. If he was a real god, he would be on the Late Late Show. He'd be on Graham Norton's show. He would he would he would at least turn up at halftime during the All Ireland final. He is okay. invisible. Okay, well, okay, well, hang on, hang on, Tom. Just let Louis let Louis respond to everything you've said there. I, okay, I'd so I suppose Louis, the book is the main thing Tom has an issue with. I'd I'd be curious to know when Tom last read the New Testament because there's a difference between the Old Testament and New Testament. Of Christ there is, came yeah. to fulfil the Old Testament, so there's the New Testament yeah. and the Old Testament. There's also in the wicked book of the Old Testament, as you might like to portray it, the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not murder, yeah. thou shalt not covet yeah. your neighbor's goods, thou shalt not but bear false witness. But, but they, were, they were already illegal. I mean, Louis, to be fair, before the Ten Commandments and before the tablets and before Moses stood on top of the hill, most of those things, like coveting your neighbor's wife, uh, murder, were morally wrong. Anyway, people knew that. People knew all those things. Okay, the, fir- then, the first okay, few commandments about, are quite va- vain, actually. You know, don't don't listen to other gods, and I'm the one and only God. Hang on, Tom, please. So, Louis, you know, those things that are in the Ten Commandments, generally speaking, were either a illegal or immoral in the first place at that time in our in our history. But they had to be. It had to be stated because at that time there was people sacrificing their children to Moloch, burning them in the fire. Was that good? Was that right? No. God says no. You shall not murder. Sorry, Tom. God murdered absolutely everybody in the Old Testament. He drowned everybody in his famous flood. God, God is not good for and why did he for living. God is not good for what's living. What's the context? Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the context that that yeah. happened? The, con- you know the context. Okay, first of all, you're saying the old to distinguish between the Old Testament and the New Testament. When Jesus came along in the New Testament, he did not criticize his father for getting slavery wrong, for murdering the adulterer, for murdering the person who breaks the Sabbath. No, no, he doesn't. He didn't, stand he, didn't up correct, for anything. he didn't correct he any of these it. things. He didn't correct any of it. He didn't come along. Do you know? Do you know how many, how much suffering happened in America for 350 years because of the, the slave trade? Because the slave owners had God on their side. 
350 years of slavery, the most vile part of the Holocaust, I the absolute, most disgusting time in our history. I absolutely agree. And where do the slaves come from? Odd North Africa. Like slavery. Yeah. North like Africa from the slavery. Muslims in North Africa. That's where it started. Oh, they were doing it, was it well before. It was the very... Okay, okay we're, we're kind of going too deep into it. But the point is, I suppose, Louis... You know, there is a huge percentage of the population of the world, although less now than there would have been before, are, have a belief in God. Ireland, by the way, they Good. did... They, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> well, OK, but there, there was research done some while ago on uh, religion around the world. And Ireland, because of, I suppose, all the reports we had in relation to clerical abuse and stuff like that, probably religion was quite badly damaged. And I think also as well, uh, Tom mentioned earlier on, the younger generation now have a lot of education. They can go online and see the answers to the things that would have been attributed to God in the past. So we're seeing a huge drop in the amount of people who believe in a, a religion in general uh, in Western society. Ireland is the highest drop, by the way. Now, I know people still, 85% of people still put down Catholic on the census, but that's a because they feel they have to because they were born Catholic, as, as I was. So nothing I, worse than religion. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, re- the belief in religion, you know, practicing, ca- practicing religion in this country is only at something like 50%. Yeah, that's good in a way because people, you know, are, are sorting things out in their own minds and they've got to at least acquaint themselves with the Bible. Most people haven't a clue what uh, some Christians would call biblically illiterate. If you don't acquaint yourself with a thing, how can you reject it? Well, I suppose it's the same way as I wouldn't read certain books because other people have told me they're awful. You know what I mean? So, well, you know, <laughs> who are they, and are they are, are they the oracle? You know, do you? you okay, know, well, 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 you well, well hang on. Let me, let me just go to Sean. Uh, Sean, hi. How are you? How are you doing, Noel? How are you? Good, Sean. Um, do you believe in God? I don't, Noel. No, um, okay. it's pretty interesting that you brought up earlier on. Um, I tried to do a white myself there as well, Noel. Um, about 10, I'm glad 10 you years ago. I'm glad you didn't, John. I, I'm, I'm very glad. It, and, and the only people that saved me, Noel, was my family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up in, in a very big family, Noel, um, my mother was in Letter Frack here and, and on Golden Bridge. And um, we were very well educated on, on, you know, what religion meant to us. Because, you know, my mother and, and our brothers and... Sisters were abused by the Irish, um, you know, the, 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 how would you call it, the priesthood. Yeah, but you can't, you can't blame that. See, here's the thing. You can't... No, 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 I'm not going. No, no, I, I'm, no I, I'm just going to say you can't blame, you know, Catholic Church abuse on religion. You can blame course, it on the priests. No, no, we get that. Yeah. Well, but I'm getting to yeah. that. But, you know, I, I just want to even factor in there about what, what, what happened in Shum as well, Noel. Um, but even leaving that all aside, Noel, um, I was saying to you, a researcher, Zoe, there earlier on, you think about what's happening in the world and it's, what's happening around the world. If there was a God, Noel, do you think what, it would be happening, what's happening in, um, in, in Palestine and in you know, Israel and, and in Russia and in Ukraine? Where is the God now, lads? You know, you all seem to be very professional on this and you believe in the God and, and there is a God. Where is he? Because I tell you one thing, I don't fucking see any God. I really don't. And, mm. I, and I'm finding that if you can give me truth here, lads, tonight, that there's a God, well, I'll start praying to him tonight. I mean, that, Louis, that, that's a good question. You know, when we see war and we see people br- brutally murdering each other, when we see children born with, you know, leukemia or cancer and dying at the age of two or three, you know, or born with a tumour on their brain or whatever it is, what sort of God would do that? And this was mentioned before, of course, uh, with Gay Byrne mm-hmm. many, many years ago by Stephen Fry. 
you know, when he called him, I can't remember the names he called God, but they weren't very nice. What sort of God would do that? And and it's not a good enough answer to say God works in mysterious ways. That's not a good I answer. I wouldn't dare say that. I yeah. wouldn't dare say that. Um, so for, firstly, as regards war, man has free will to sin or to not sin, to war or to wage peace. They, they're, they're making those choices, whoever those people, whoever those nations are. As regards, you know, people, uh, children who get very seriously uh, affected before going, we're, lo- we're losing your line there, Louis. Just move your head slightly or run up the stairs or something. Okay, sorry. My, my child was born 10, day, uh, 10 days before a normal... It was going to be a normal birth 10 days and she died. I'm sorry. I have no that. explanation for yeah. that. I have no explanation for that. But it doesn't stop me believing in God because you find out a lot about life when people... But is God not the creator? Is it, you know, when, you're, when you say God is the creator and he's the one who makes the decisions, basically, as to whether you live or die... You know what I mean? That's not free will. It's not free will if a child dies in a stillbirth. There is, there is, there is That's not free will. Sin in the world. There yeah, but the child, the yeah, but the, a child, a child of five or six days old, for example, who dies of an illness, is not a sinner. No, they're not a sinner. I'm not saying they're a sinner. I would never dare say such a thing. That would be heresy. Well, so why is he? But, what, why is he doing what he's doing? Then, like it's a very simple question. Don't be beating around. You know the bullshit. You're saying that you believe in God. And God, and I, I am very sorry to hear what what happened to you, and and there's some awful things that are happening to my to, in our lives there as well the last few mm-hmm. years. But mm-hmm. the, you know, I didn't go to a church and say, "Ah, Jesus, give us a breaker," because there's no point. And I tell you one thing: if, if I had my way, I wouldn't have been even going to a funeral. We should have our own thing that we should have done. And, and look, okay, can, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Sean? Uh, just to move away from yeah. that particular point, because we'll go around in circles on it all night. In relation to the world around us, the planet we live on, you know, the, the galaxies, the yeah. universe, the solar system, yeah. everything that's out there. We've explained quite a lot of it, but we haven't explained everything. There's always that question, well, where did that come from? Or where did that come from? Well, I, I believe so, we came from bacteria. And, okay, so who, um, so, okay, so well, then the argument is, by people who believe in God, is where, <laughs> where, where did the bacteria come from? Mm, you know, again, very good question. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to believe and I'll start reading a book and believe in all what you believe. And look, no, okay, well, that's fine. Well, that's fine. Forget about the book for the moment. Forget about even God, right? I'm asking you. So yeah. if we all came from, as you say, bacteria, where well, we, we kind of evolved mm. to a combination well, of different things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, but if we if we believe that's true, right, those ingredients that made that happen, where do they all come from? Mm. I don't know, Noel. Again, there's, there's, there's no way you're known. You know, mm. same way, um, there's no way you have known there's a God because, like, you know, and, and isn't it funny, Noel? There's so many gods... There's only one Santi. There's one for you. There's one Santi that don't everybody can you, can we not talk about? Don't yeah, don't talk about Santi. All right, don't bring no, him into this saying, conversation. There's one. Yeah, but there's <laughs> <just> one. <laughs> Lads, okay, it's after nine o'clock at night. Children shouldn't be listening. Can I just say, please, if there's children listening, turn off the little ears, right? But don't be talking about Santi because it's like the golden rule of radio, right? So just we can talk about anything you like, but not Santa Claus. Not a serious conversation. All right. Mm. It's just no, a moral thing I have in my head. Sorry. Okay, um, so because I don't want to be responsible for damaging Christmas for anybody, uh, but but Sean, what I'm trying to say to you is, and this is the point Richard Dawkins made, is the very famous uh, atheist, when he said you can't rule out the existence of God. Yes, we've answered a lot of questions that would have been attributed to God many many years ago, but we're still mm-hmm. in a situation where we don't. Okay, so the Big Bang happened, and even seemingly the Vatican accepts that, right? Uh, I'm, also, I'm unsure as to why they do because what they be, what they believe doesn't really work, work well around that. But let's yeah, say they do. Yeah. What happened before the Big Bang? What was there? No, again, yes. Yeah, no, I hear you, Noel, and that's the thing. This is why I don't believe in God because 
it just it's all hearsay. It's all. But is, know, that, is that like, not a reason to believe in an entity of some description? That are a superpower because so, it had to all come from somewhere. Of course, no, it definitely, of course, we came from, you know, something happened. Um, you know, I do, like, you know, something had to happen for us to be here today talking tonight. Um, but I, I don't believe it's, it's it was God. You know, I really don't. It, oh, okay, we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second, Tom, Louis and Sean. I want to go to Neve if I can. Neve, hi, how are you? Hi, Neve, how are you? Happy birthday to you, Neve. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was just informed. <laughs> That's just Jane messing. Don't mind her. Jane, are you finished playing? <laughs> She's finished playing now. Neve, do you believe in God? I believe in something. I am. Um, I don't ah. know if it's that. Uh, it's not the you know the man in the sky with the thing. I like. To, I would like to believe there is something there. I don't believe in the church anymore, um, but I, I'd love to believe that we go somewhere. Mm. It just, it, it's a little bit, I, I think it, it's just too much for my brain to comprehend that it's just nothing. Mm. So I think it's a comfort more than anything to believe. I don't pray. I don't, you know, I don't go to mass. I don't do any of that, but I would like to believe that there is something, and I just, you know, I think if you just try and be a decent person, if there is and something... Why, why there, you would you like... Okay. I'm interested in this whole idea, and this is what I said to Louis when he came on first. Why do people believe in God? Is it out of faith? Is it out of fear? Is it out of hope? So why do you believe there has to be something? Is it is it because somebody had people that you know have died and you'd th- like to think that you'd meet them again someday? Or is there a fear in yeah, hedging I, your bets? Yeah, it's hedging my bets. You know, it definitely is hedging my bets. I, I, I think it's... It's very sad to think that you just close your eyes and then it's, you know. And why Why is it sad? Ca- what What happened? Be- okay, let me ask you a question. What happened know. before you were born? Can you remember before you were born? I know. I know that. I know that. My logical brain knows that. But I think when you go through life and you have so many people that you love and that you care about deeply, your parents or whoever goes before you, I think it's a comfort. And maybe that's just something that as humans, because we're... You know, we're basically weak. Do you know what I mean? We we have to sort of have something to cling to, and I think that's why so many people cling to a religion or a higher power. It doesn't have to be religious based. It can be. Is that not suggesting? You know, and I'll I'll put this to Tom as well. Actually, is that not suggesting that people believe in God because they believe the world owes them something, or or life owes them? Sorry, Tom. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. No, no. I think what that lady is saying is probably a very, very human thing. We want to believe that we'll meet our parents and our grandparents and our friends again. But there's no evidence at all to suggest that. It's it's a soother. It's something that makes people feel good. And it makes people feel that they can explain something that... But we do believe life owes us something, don't we? No, it doesn't. No, no, I'm just saying, I, I think a lot of people do. They they believe that, just that, that, can't, that, that can't be it, like just 80 years and then but I'm gone and close my eyes and it's all over. No, I, Because no, we've been told that. We've been yeah, told that for years. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's no, true. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. But that's, what I'm, that's what I mean. It's like what I was saying, like we believe life owes us something. We only believe it because it's drilled into us from birth. Well, well, it, well, it's like the other thing that I'd said not to mention his name. Uh, it's like yeah. the other thing. You, you believe in that too for a percentage of your life <laughs> until you're told it's not true. And so, so and you and you really believe in it. 
So what I'm saying yeah, is... Everyone believes in the tooth fairy for a while. Oh, okay. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> All right. comforting beliefs. Yeah, the, uh, what I'm saying is, but again, it's after nine o'clock. I'm warning people not to have children listening at this time of the night. Um, yeah. So uh, we, we do believe in things that we're told. That's what they call indoctrination. And Louis indoctrination. will accept. Yeah, Louis will accept that too, as a religious man too. That we have indoctrination. No, I would not, because I've made the, the choice myself. I did not grow up in any kind of dominant religious circumstance. I chose not to follow all that. Most of us did, Louis. When I was eight, I know that's okay. I became a Christian when I was eighteen when I realized that I was a sinner and I needed God's grace. And so that's when it started for me. I wasn't pushed down my throat. I chose it. Yeah, but but when you were born, from the moment you were born, Louis, a God existed in this world and people talked about him. And, well, yeah. it, it, that, may, that may well be so, but I didn't believe any of it till I was 18. Mm. I didn't go to any kind of religious process at school or church or anything. So neither, but you they, believe they, in a different one if you were born in Afghanistan you, or if you were born in Saudi Arabia or if you were born in Thailand. Well, I'm talking, in completely Irish, different I'm, talking, I'm talking about as an Irish Christian person. I was asked the question, Tom, so I'm answering as yeah. an Irish Christian. Okay. Don't, don't okay. go red herrings in please. Yeah. But, but it is a true point, Louis. It's geographical. Depending on where you're born depends on the God you believe in. Well, not so, not so, because well, generally speaking, was born in Galilee and uh, Jesus is believed all around the world in China. In Absolutely, Japan. but generally speaking, generally speaking, you're born in India. You're a Hindu. You're born in um, no, Afghanistan. No, 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 you're Muslim. The apostle, the apostle, the apostle Thomas went to India and preached the gospel just after Christ. You ask any Christian from... I'm Korea, talking about the majority of people who are born in those countries, yeah. believe yeah. in the Sarah no, God. No, that's true, the majority, okay. yeah, but so, but, but, Neve, but Neve, so what, if you believe in a God or something, or you, spiritually or whatever it happens to be, so, and, and you fail to, or you, you don't understand the idea of closing your eyes when you die and that's the end of it, uh, like before you were born, what do you believe happens? Do you think you go off to like heaven or a place like that, or you're reborn, or what do you think happens? Um, so I, I. What would you like to think happens? To, I'd love to be. I'd love if reincarnation was a thing. Okay. Um, I'd like that because you know, I'd like another go. You know, that sounds like that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, can, can I come back as Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, can I just come back as one of the Kardashians, please? Um, I think I, I think it just it's it, it's so mind blowing because the idea of eternity is something we can't get our heads around because life for us is finite. It, it you know it ends. Yeah. But if you're to believe, you know, somebody says you go to heaven, and then you go, God, yeah, how long do I stay there for? And so forever and ever. Now, forever and ever to us is 80 odd years. That's how long we live. Mm. But this is like, it's really hard to get your mind around. I think that's why so many people struggle with it, because we've no concept of what goes on, because no one has ever come and told us. So we've no concept of what's going on after we die. Perhaps there is nothing. And I don't know. I won't find out until, please God, a long time. But they see now there you go. Hip, there's a hypocrisy. Please God. And I just said I don't believe. You, do you know what I mean? Like, well, you, you'll be so in good company if you head off to heaven, because judging from when we estimate human beings either evolved or came about uh, on this planet, yeah, 109 billion roughly. <laughs> so there's quite a lot of people that gone before you. 109 billion people. Oh, there's no housing crisis up there. <laughs> God. There would be an account. Niall, Niall. Yes, Louis. Niall, we all, we, we, all, we all have the chance to have a second goal, Niamh. Uh If we decide to just say that we're sinners and 
read the Bible, see where it goes, acquaint yourself with it, and see where it goes. Mm. Don't be afraid to read it. There's so many people afraid of the Bible. It's like a bomb. It's a truth bomb. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest, Louis. I've, I've read excerpts from the Bible because I've done the show and I've mm-hmm. talked about different aspects of it, etc. Throughout time, you know, from different topics that we've what, been talking what, about. But I've never read the Bible. If I may ask, now, what parts, like the Gospels? Well, I, I think Gospels. when the Bible was quoted the most on this radio station uh, was probably during the marriage equality referendum. So All right. That was probably the, <laughs> the most amount of quotations we got from the Bible on a regular basis. Probably, probably out of context, but anyway, go probably, on. <laughs> probably, probably. Let, well, let me go to Fiona as well. Fiona, hi, how are you? Good evening, Neil. I'm very good. Good. Fiona, do you believe in God? I absolutely do. Okay. Which which God do you believe in? Is it the, the one that we we imagine? Again, here we go. Now, I'm not here to offend anyone, but in my in my opinion, my true God is our creator, mm-hmm. which is what I was brought up to believe. And I truly believe that he sent his son to save us. Mm-hmm. And people might mock and say, why don't God come down and go to the soccer games? And why don't you go here, there and everywhere? You can't mix with evil. And there's a lot of evil down here. So he sent his son to save us. And that's it in my context anyway. And, do, and do you think he'll send the most beautiful woman Mm. who, let's be fair, and I would consider myself kind of a tough woman, I wouldn't have taken on her burden of taking on the world, of everyone laughing at her because she was pregnant and she was saying she was a virgin. And all she, she was went through, to bring it to today's, no, bring it to today's thing. Would I do that? Not a hope. I love God, but I would be ashamed. Say, oh, I can't tell anyone I'm having God's child. Who would believe me? And then she had to watch us as well tear her son Was, wasn't to pieces. Wasn't there... Because Louis, and, we did tear okay. her son to pieces. Louis, Louis and Tom, or one of them will correct me on this, but, but again, something that I read many, many years ago. The Bible was originally written in what language, Louis? Aramaic, was it? Aramaic. Um, it would be Aramaic, yeah. Yeah, and the translation and of the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Birth, wasn't there controversy over the fact that it was translated incorrectly? And that actually the word that was used, the Aramaic word, for wasn't actually virgin. It was beautiful or something like that. So wasn't well, there wasn't there was controversy? Young a young, it was a if young you or beautiful at, beautiful maid or whatever if, it was. If, if, if you look at the prophecies in the Old Testament about the birth of Christ and about the death of Christ, Isaiah 53, it predicts the birth of Christ, the death of Christ 1,500 years before it happened exactly. Go and read it, Isaiah 53. Mm. But there's aspects talking in the Psalms exactly as that lady said about the virgin birth, like 1,500 years before it happened. So I don't think uh, translations of words and all this kind of thing really cut the deal. Okay, no, no. I, I just remember reading no, that the translation don't. was incorrect. Uh, sorry, you, Tom, you want to say something there? Oh, I can't. train of thought lost. Okay, but okay, sorry, but Louis, go back to what I said to Tom earlier on, and and I don't disprove, try to disprove what Fiona's saying, and I respect, but I, you know, I don't have to respect religion, but I do respect people's belief in religion, and I respect Fiona your belief in religion, and even yours, yeah. Louis too. But Louis, 
the story of Jesus Christ, you know, a, a man who was born on the 25th of December with 12 apostles, died, came back three days later, born of a virgin birth. That story has been used long before Jesus Christ came along by other religions. The, exactly the same story, the same date, the 12 apostles, uh, even okay. the God of Krishna uh, used exactly I, I the same story. Yeah. I remember you saying that earlier. Listen, there's nothing in the Bible saying that Jesus was born on December 25th. It's med- allegedly June, according to historians. Or, well, people well, who have studied the Bible. Well, regardless of historians, there's, there's no yeah. exact date either in the Old Testament or the New Testament as when Jesus... Okay, but, but, the, but, but, the rest of the sto- but the rest of the story, born of a virgin, birth, died, came back three days later, um, was crucified. Those with, with slight variations of the story. But that particular story has been told many times long before the birth of Christ. And I can but name they don't have the Holy God, Land to prove it. Yeah. What about Horus. the Holy Land? Horus. Where there was actually Horus. murder at the moment. Okay. Dionysus. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. These were, these were gods that were worshipped for millennia before Jesus came along. They were born of a virgin. They had 12 disciples who were born on the 25th of December. They were resurrected. They performed miracles. They were crucified. They were called the King of Kings, and their names, some of them were Horus, Apis, Krishna, Dionysus, Mitra, Zulus, Horus, Odin, Apis, Okay, and, and did they, I can probably and did they going, die for, And did they die for sin? No, they didn't. And they were resurrected. And, and is there proof? There is proof that Jesus Christ was on the earth. There is proof that no. Jesus Christ uh, was on the earth. There's no. But well, well, the, well, the proof we have, Fiona, is the Bible. The issue I have outside of the Bible, there is artifacts. There is artifacts to back that up as well, don't they? And there's lots of the Vatican probably hide as well, for whatever reasons, because we are, as you say, Niall, we will never know the bigger picture until we die. But I know for a fact, I hope and I will pray, I'm going up to a good place because there's a lot of evil down here. Oh, and all I can on. see Couldn't down here at the more. moment is huge attack on mankind itself. We're eating each other nearly. It's unnatural what's going on. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and what do you both think, Louis and Fiona? What do you think? Well, candles. Okay. Well, okay, both of you, uh, you know, in relation to the history of the word God, a lot of people believe it was a time when people questioned things. For the first time, man had become reasonably logical and started to question why the plants grew uh, because the sun, of course, would make the, the plants grow. And, and that's where they said the, the, the wording seemingly came from the son of good, um, which is the son of God. The 12 apostles were the twerk. And if you were to evil, it's the devil. Okay. And, okay, a and, simple word, I get all that. Absolutely. And Louis, you know, the, the idea of 12 apostles from most religions, they believe, came out of the 12 constellations of the stars. Because in those days, of course, that's all they did was look at the stars. Quite a lot, probably, because they had very little else to do. They didn't have Netflix. So they looked at the 12 <laughs> constellations of the stars. And, you know, and basically they talked about, the, you know, the good and the bad would have been night and day or when the harvest grew, which would be good and evil, which was when it didn't grow, of course, during the winter or uh, during the winter months when it was darker. What do you make of all those theories that this is the origins of God? It was just a time of confusion and a time of lack of understanding as to where things came from. And people just attributed it to what they called good, which was then abbreviated to God. Well, that was then, and this is now. Um, in those days, of course, you had uh, the Romans who were crucifying people, not only Jesus, but lots of others left, right, and center. Absolutely. Yeah, that, was then, a, that was their way of justice in those why, days. Why, why did the, the Romans throw the Christians to the lions in their thousands? Why mm. were thousands martyred? Because they were a power that Rome was, the Roman emperors were afraid of. 
No, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with all of that. I and mean, there was different ways of, you know, doling out justice in those days. And, and, you know, there was, you know, obviously you could ask the same question as why did Hitler kill six million Jews? But what I'm saying to you is, you know, <clears throat> like when we look back in time, it was a horrendous time to live by today's standards. The way people were treated, the way Christians were thrown to the lions, as you mentioned, the way people were crucified. You know, we, although some countries still sentence people to death. Um, but in saying that, the, the question I'm asking you is the origins of religion in itself. You know, I mean, a lot of scientists or speculators have speculated it comes from those things that I just explained to you, that people would look to the sky for answers. And the answers there were the that. sun, the sun of good. And you also have, you have the so-called three wise men, but there was actually more, that came from Iraq or Iran following a star to Jesus. That's a myth. I can't answer it, but it's interesting. Well, but it's not the main point. I tell you now, God would have never originated in the doll in Ireland because you wouldn't find three wise men in there. <laughs> no, we'd have seven exorcists in first up there. <laughs> uh, Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. Now, Maureen, before we start, you're a good friend of the show and a good friend of my podcast as well, so I don't want to insult you in any shape or form, so please don't be offended by anything I say because you know I'm an atheist. So, but I do... I know what you're like. But yeah. I, but I do. Resp- I know you don't. Have, I know you don't offend intentionally. No, I and I do respect your belief in God. I mean, don't, I don't have to respect the God, but I respect your belief in a God. So, Maureen, why do you believe right. in God? Why do you believe in God? Why do I believe in God? Um, well, I just take a look. For example, take a look. Look at human beings. Look at how we're made. There, who else? Only, for me, God could create such such beings, could create such beauty, could create and provide on this earth everything we need, contrary to what they're trying to tell us that we don't need. Right, and that's for another day, you know what I'm going, you know I'm going yeah. with that, yeah. the nonsense they're talking about. Yeah. That's, um, that's why I believe in God. And of course, while I was brought up on, you know, learned religion. Yeah, catechism. Um, catechism. My catechism, yeah. yeah. But I, I've always believed uh, in God. Um, and I will continue to believe in God. And do th- has and God ever let you down? You... Has God let you down? Well, God doesn't let me down. I, I, I would pray for things that I, that I will need. Now, he has answered prayers. There's no doubt about that. But things I'll ask for, he may not give me what I ask for, but he'll give me something else. But, he's a, but like if God is a good person, I do. if God is a good person, and you're a good person, I believe, Maureen, because I've talked to you many times, I believe you're a good person, why do you think God? So. Why do you think God did things to you throughout your life that made you unhappy? Well, He didn't do things to me. I did them myself through my own free will. He didn't do them to me. But when I came back, spoke to Him, then you know you notice things changing. Mm-hmm. But God does. He doesn't give us everything we ask for, Nile. He may He gives us what we need and what He knows we need. So I might pray for something. I may not get that, but I would get something else. And I'd go, oh, well, that's better maybe than what I prayed for. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that, that that's how I get on, and I do that every day, and I, I talk to him every day. So mm-hmm. we have a good conversation every day. And that's what that's what. And what do you, what do, you do in your in your conversation with God? What what do you do? What do you say? I mean, obviously you don't get answered. Well, you do, I suppose. Your faith answers you. I but, do. But what, what yeah. do you say? For example, we'll say a beautiful day and I'm out and about and I might go for a walk or I might go for a cycle on the bike and I'm admiring beauty and I'm, you know, I say, you know, I say, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful world that you have given to us. Mm-hmm. Or I'm in a general conversation. I may say, 
something to go right to me, and I'd say, you know, thank you, Lord, you know, for that. Or if I'm going on a journey, I'd ask him to keep me safe and everybody yeah. who's traveling with me. I would get to our destination, you know, little things. Yeah. Like I would talk to my earthly father, God rest him, if he was here. Yeah. That's how I would talk to him. That is also a form of prayer as well. And what do you say it's to people who, closest. who don't believe in God, who, who believe that it's all just a supernatural story? What do you, what do you oh, say? Oh. Do you believe those people are missing out on something? Do you think God, like me, use me as an example, don't worry, I don't get offended. Do you think I'm missing out on something? Well, I, well, well, I do, but again, you see. Well, well what am I missing out I on? I can't force my belief. No, no, I know, I know, and you never will, and I won't force mine no. on you. No, 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 we so, couldn't, we no. can't do that. Okay, so what, what do you think, as a non-believer, what am I missing out on? What do you think I'm missing out on? Um, I think, uh, well, what can I say you're missing out on? I know you're, you're, you know, you're quite a happy person, you know, you seem to... I have good morals, uh, I think. Life, yeah. Good morals, but mm. I think that even that if you did believe in God, Niall, that eventually you, you would see the benefit of it. Mm. That's all I can say to you because... Will it give me more hope? Me, will it give me better it hope? Give me, yeah, and, and of course, you know, like the day that I'm called from this earth, I do hope to get to heaven. I hope to get there. There's no mm. guarantee any of us are going to get there. Yeah. What was the song by ACDC? What was that song by ACDC? Hell ain't a bad place to be. <laughs> yeah, there isn't deal because there's purgatory and there's hell. And uh, mm. even though they're trying to do away with these, with hell. Did they, that, did they do it, away with, I thought they did away with purgatory. Or li, no, limbo no. was done away with, wasn't it? They, no, they had no, they, no limbo exists. Uh, they had no right, no pope can change the, the dogma. Well, the well, well, okay, but remind the me the story. But didn't one of the popes do away with something? They did limbo. Limbo. So limbo. Well, they have no authority. Explain to me what limbo. Lim- explain to me because I'm a bit uh, con- confused. Limbo. Limbo is a baby. Limbo is a is a baby that dies without being baptized. baptized. Oh, okay. But the baby, this baby, doesn't go to hell. It goes to limbo. But this baby also doesn't go directly to heaven. It goes. We are we are told that it goes to a, a beautiful, wonderful place. What this baby does, it doesn't behold the beatific vision, which is the face of God. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that. None of us know what's going to happen at the end of the world, at the resurrection, when we all resurrect again. That possibly will be all changed, and those little babies will then behold the beatific vision. But you see, no Pope, this is what is wrong. They're trying to change the dogma of the church. Even look at Francis, the way he's carrying on. I tell you something, Niall. For the third year in a row, I'm in a battle down here with my church. They have no manger in the church down here this Christmas again. Why? Quite traditional to have a manger, isn't it? Why why would it be very traditional to have a manger? They did away with it when the 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 convent. My mother used to have a a manger on the coffee table at Christmas. They did away with it when that was on. Yeah. Because people would be gathering. That's what the Monsignor at the time told me. He's moved now. And that was three years ago. Mm. So, anyway, they they put the statues of Our Lady and St. Joseph and Baby Jesus in front of the altar. And I caught one of the priests last year and I asked him where the manger was and uh, he said, we have a manger. I said, no, I said, you haven't. I said, you were statues in front of the altar. I said, Christ wasn't born among gold and silver. He was born in a dirty, filthy stable. Yeah. So I fought for the manger again this year. So I met another lad and he was trying to get the manger. So we were, we were told, we're having no manger again this year. We're having no carol service. Right. And we're having no Bambino Sunday. 
Well, and also in November, they seem to be abandoning the whole traditions of Christmas there, don't they? Yeah, we we used to have a little um, on on the altar rails. We would have a little. See, I, I love all. Now here's the thing, Maureen. I'm not religious, I do right? Too. But but I love all that stuff because I think it's quite traditional. Like, and I love the tradition yeah. of Christmas, by the way. Maybe call yeah, me a hypocrite if you want. No, no, I'm glad I got a chance to be able to say it because I hope that the people in Clannacilty are listening because I'm in a running battle with them. I'm already after emailing Bishop Gavin and the Primate of All Ireland, Eamon Martin. Yeah. And I, I swore to him I'd get this to the Vatican if I have to. So I'm in a battle with them here. They will not bring back the manger. And we had for the month of the Holy Souls, we used to have a little tree, a little stand on the altar rails. And you know the little tags that you'd write on? Yeah. So people would write their, the names of their loved ones on the tags and, you know, just put them on the little tree. They yeah. didn't have that in November either. So that's done away with. Right. And did you, why don't you send them send a letter? You know you know what? I always believe the old letter is better than an email. They can ignore an email very quickly. A letter to the Bishop's Palace. Where is it? In um, in Dublin there on, what's the name of that street? Yeah. Off Stower South Street there in Dublin. Yeah, but you see, if I was in Cork City, like if I can get to Cork, I, I, I'd just walk up to to Vincent Gavin's so house anyway. Oh, right, okay. You see, as simple as that. Yeah, but I'm talking about the primate. You know? I'm, I'm talking about Eamon oh, Martin. Primate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where does he yeah. live? He lives in the Bishop's Palace, doesn't he? He does, yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's that's in I Dublin, so. just off Dorset Street there. Big place. But then again, Fancy, but the thing about it is, that nobody else is, but this is, nobody else is complaining about this. And there's nobody in this town will come but see, on that's, and help that, me. But that's anything. because, that's, see, the problem is, Maureen, for you, the problem is, the people that have a belief or care about stuff like that, generally speaking, and I care about it actually, but the people who do care about stuff like that are generally older people who couldn't be bothered. Because younger people now don't really have the same interest in religion that you have. You know what I mean? That's the problem, no, but isn't the, it? But, the, but I tell you, the children miss the crib, the manger. Mm. Because the children look for it. But it's just, I think, that, I think they got too lackadaisical and they just couldn't be bothered. They just... Um, place the statues in front of the altar but they, but they have a Christmas tree though mm-hmm. which we never had in churches either going back years ago was Christmas trees Getting back to God himself right I mean what do you say to people who say there's no proof that he exists and, th- and there isn't really any physical proof he exists I mean you couldn't prove well, in a court of law tomorrow beyond a reasonable doubt that God exists no more than I could prove that he doesn't exist by the way but you couldn't prove that, and you're the one, well, not you personally, but religious people are the ones making the claim. So it's up to, it's, what I often hear people saying, you know, if I say, well, prove God exists, they go, prove he doesn't. That's not the way it works. <laughs> the way it works is the person who makes the claim must provide the proof. That's the way the world works. So when people make a claim that a God, no matter what God it is, a Hindu God, a Buddha God, a Christian God, Islamic God, whatever God it happens to be, and they make a claim that the God exists, I say, well, prove it. But there is no way of proving it. Well, I'll just use, well, I would use the resurrection. But that's not proof. That's only in a book. Yeah, the, the, the resurrection has been proved. No, There's it, no doubt about that. No, it hasn't been proved, Maureen. Oh, it has. It well, has. What's the I'll proof, the resurrection? I'll tell you, there was a, look, back in, through the Holy Land, Israeli scientists, this is going back a few years ago. You might have heard about it, Nile. I, I, I watched a documentary about it one night, about where they believed about Jesus the was buried, yeah. yeah. No, no, but the nail found yep. and, and the DNA from yep. the... From but, the nail. But they don't... And it only carries one. But they can't... DNA but they can't, they can't prove that is belong to a person called Jesus Christ. I was watching... The, I watched the documentary and about where they believe he was buried and there was these two lads following a trail and all this. It was an interesting documentary, by the way. It kind of very historic. It was on the History Channel or something like that. But, but in saying that, they couldn't actually prove 
they did find nails and they did find, you know, what resembled timber left from a crucifix. But the thing about it is, a lot of people were crucified. It was quite common for people they to be were. crucified. They were. Yeah. But also, we, you see, we, we Catholics now believe in, in prophecy. And we believe in Our Lady, we say Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of La Salette, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Iquita, Our Lady of Trefontaine. We believe in all these prophecies. Look how many people saw what was called the miracle of the sun in Fatima in 1917. Over 150,000 people saw that. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 and and scientists will give a very good explanation for what it was and what they saw. Of all, of course yeah. they will. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Because I, I watched a video stuff. one night, I watched a video one night, and it was a heap of people down a knock. And they were all staring up at the clouds, right? And then one of them turned around and said, there she is, there she is, there she is. And they all, oh my God, there she is. And they were all seeing it. And I'm looking at this video going, I can't see anything at all. What are they talking about? All I can see is the sun coming through the cloud. You know the way sun sometimes breaks through the cloud if yeah. the cloud is thin. Yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe it looked like a shape of something. I don't know. But, maybe. But, but that's just an optical illusion or... And, and scientists would say, okay, so they all saw the same optical illusion. That's just, so there's an answer for, what I'm trying to say is, Maureen, I'm not denying that happened, but there is a scientific answer usually for everything, isn't there? there well, what scientists do, they will come up for it with an answer for everything, but at the same time, I, I will, I do firmly believe, take a look at creation, take a look at us human beings, for example, mm. how complex we oh, are. Oh, un- unbelievably complex. Who could Absolutely. have created such complex... Well, my answer uh, to that is we evolved. We, we weren't always that complex when we fir- first existed, for example, and we ran out of the caves pulling our wives by the hair and running after, you know, I don't know, yes, but animals to kill them. Either. We weren't that complicated then. We weren't as clever then. We couldn't speak. We couldn't hear properly. You know, we didn't walk properly and all on two legs. We kind of crouched over a little bit. So we, but we've now, evolved. But wait a minute. And we're but still evolving. We're still evolving. Uh, how, who, who can prove that? Well, evolution. Where's well, the where? But you see again, the, if we're going down the scientific road. Where's the evidence? Well, where is the evidence that people live like that? Where is the you know? Well, we've, we've, well they found, but they, but they found the Neolithics. Yeah, but they have yeah, but they have found remains. People. Anthropologists have found remains of men or Neanderthals or the first. Well, actually, they believe the first human being to stand on two legs was actually a woman uh, in Africa, most likely black. So they they all the anthropologists have you know found these things. They found the drawings in caves. So you know of people and how they existed and how they lived. So these are all factual things. They found these things. They do exist. They found them, yeah, but that doesn't mean to say what they found and told us were a fact. Mm. You see, I'm going down another road again. I a lot of this stuff I do question myself. To be honest with you, yeah. From 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 through three million years ago, I do question it, and I do think that sometimes they just. Put oh, sometimes they get together. it wrong. Yeah, they do get put it wrong. Together just to to um, to cover the story that they're trying to tell or say what they found. Mm. That's my outlook on it. But for me, God exists. His mother exists. The saints in heaven exist, and that's it. And nobody mm-hmm. will change my mind. The only thing is, I hope that I'm going. The elevator has gone all the way to the top. Yeah. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.